Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You're tuned in to Steve Megatron on Altered Geek Unlimited. And welcome to Altered Geek Unleashed. I'm your host, Steve Megatron Phillips, and joining me this week is TFG1 Mike. Hello. And our special guest, the Sports Gal Pal from Blog Talk Radio. Hello. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I am very good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thank you for joining us. So, just to kind of get a little bit into this before we, we get into some of the more fun topics that we were discussing uh, off air, uh, tell the audience of Altered Geek a little bit about yourself. Sure. So I am a podcaster with a podcast called The Sports Gal Pal. Originally, it was designed to help explain sports to non-sports fans, but it's kind of become really a celebration of like sports fandom because sports fans are super geeky about sports. You know, everything from sabermetrics to, you know, talking about, you know, which quarterback is truly the GOAT, the greatest of all time to it's very similar to, you know, debating DC versus Marvel. It's all the same, really. That's actually a good analogy. I, I have a lot of those. Uh, because when people are discussing sports teams, uh, it very gets it, it it gets heated just like that in in a lot of conversation. Yeah, it really does. And um, you know, again, I will defend um, particularly my college team to the death. Like, yeah, I will. Which college team? I graduated team? from the University of Virginia, so go who's. Okay. It's I, I got a funny one there. I'm I'm going to community college right now, but it's uh it's for media production, uh which is rather ironic because I've been doing this longer than I've been taking the classes, so it's actually <laughs> it's it's actually been beneficial to taking this this journey to this degree, uh having been a podcaster for years and uh uh doing fan dubbing voiceover stuff so i've i've had quite a bit of experience with a lot of the stuff that we're learning in the classes uh so i'm actually able to edit better than half the people which has been really (laughs) good Uh, but going back to the the sports team our mascot is the bears (laughs) nice like you call it like that the bears uh no i just was doing it because it's funny but it is funny um so yeah (laughs) 
I bet you, honestly, if you guys have a football team, your quarterback is still better than Jay Cutler. So there you go. Um, the the Bears' actual quarterback. And that's yeah. the, the extent of my sports references because <laughs> I know nothing. I'm I know I could yes. probably like if if we were talking hockey like years ago, like the '90s, I could tell you some of the stuff. But like I know nothing about sports. Wow. Well, that's okay. I mean, sports isn't for everybody, um, you know. But wow, I don't I don't meet uh, too many guys that aren't sports fans. I'll be really honest. I grew up with it. It's it's in my blood, and I've said this on this show and on other podcasts on GCRN before. Everybody else in the country can have their sports teams. That's fine. Whatever else. When you come to Boston, when you come to Massachusetts. It's a whole nother culture. Once you're born into it, you bleed it whether they win or lose. Do the Boston and, accent. Uh, oh, give me a few minutes here. <laughs> do, you, do you like? Is it like I can't. Awesome? I can't. Like, I can't. Like, like Wicked Pisso, Wicked Awesome. It's you know yeah. so good. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, God. I, this is not like it's not like you, Steve. I can't just whip the Megatron out in, in, a, in an instant. I it, hang on. Okay. <clears throat> I can, no. Anyway, so with growing up in Boston, you know, Red Sox, Patriots, Celtics, Bruins, all four major sports, obviously. Back in the day, the Celtics were the best, if not one of the best on the East Coast, uh, at least in the 80s. Um, At least in the mid to late 80s, for the most part, there was the rivalry with the Lakers and everything else. And, oh, if only that idiot Buckner didn't let that ball go through his legs jackass um so yeah I, I, I grew up in Massachusetts I can still park the car because we don't use R's we use H's um let's see but yeah I mean you know I've been a diehard Red Sox fan Patriots fan and the football stuff kind of came to me a little late it was more of the, the baseball, basketball, and hockey when I was a kid. And thankfully in 2004, we broke the 86-year-long curse. And Babe Ruth can croak in hell for all I care. Um, <laughs> yes, death to the empire, people. Death to the empire. Wow. That's so, you need him. Wow. No, 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 no. Not that empire. The, 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 the New York Yankees empire. Okay, see, this is my problem with Boston and New England. <laughs> this is it right here. Because you guys still, to this day, do this whole whiny thing of, oh, woe is us, the empire, the empire. Okay, in this century, you guys are literally the only team with all four major sports that have won championships in all four major sports. You no longer get to whine about anybody yes, anymore. I, no, I, but that's I all you did in your rant was whine about the <laughs> no, no, no. Well, you didn't let me get it. Okay, that's all you, you did. Let... No, but that's... No, no, no. no. Yes, you're right. You're right. But you didn't let me finish the speech, oh, see? And then... This is what we... they do. We... No, 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 no. This is... <laughs> <laughs> then we broke the curse, and then the winning started. And while the winning kind of has faded in and out over the last few years, but I mean, hey, you know, what pisses me off is articles on, on Facebook and stuff where it's like, hey... It's the one-year anniversary of Deflategate. Nobody gives a flying fluke about Deflategate anymore. Get over it. It was... Oh, God. See, here's the thing. The only people that bring up Deflategate are Boston fans at this point. You're the only ones. 
Hey, I was fine with it until the New England Sports Network posted that article. So Again, the New England Sports <laughs> Network is posting that article. So there you go. So again, yeah. New England fans have a typical, at least in my experience, and I seem to collect New England fans. I'm not sure why, but it's just the way it works, and I'm accepting it. because We're the best, that's why. Uh, no. I collect, I collect mics that podcast. Yeah, shut up. Yeah, yeah. So there there you go. So I collect New England sports fans. That's what I do. I know a lot of people collect, like, you know, cool, like, action figures and different <laughs> paraphernalia. I collect New England fans. That's what I have. So now I have another one. Hooray. There you go. Well, I'm happy that you're happy about your sports fandom. I really hope that um, the Broncos beat the Patriots for several reasons. That's not going to happen. You know what, though? That defense is really, really good. And, um, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. But the quarterback sucks. That's the problem right there. Uh, that backup's pretty good. So I like I like their backup better than your backup. So I'll say it like that. Yeah, there, yeah, there is that, but still, every, everybody's got like, their. What in the world is going on? My everybody has hijacked. Everybody, well, he's used to that. That <laughs> usually happens. It usually happens when from That's time it, to no, time. You need to rein this in, Megatron. You know, you need well, to all hail and you know. for intelligent <laughs> conversation. Yeah, exactly. It usually, it usually happens when together. our yeah. It usually happens when our America Junior partner joins us. So nice. there is that. So uh, no, but you know. Let's face it. Everybody's putting placing their bets on on the Manning dude. No one's placing their bets on the backup quarterback from Denver. And Manning can't do crap anymore. It won't matter. You won't be either Arizona or um, the Carolina. So I don't care. Both of those teams are so so good this year. They're so good, particularly Arizona. They are well balanced. They are playing well. They have experience. I like them a lot. Cam Newton just can't help but seem to figure out ways to win. He looks fantastic. Greg Norman is a beast. Greg Olson is fantastic. That defense is just ridiculous. So either way, good luck. Yeah. There you go. So and there you go. And this is what I get to do on my podcast. I get to tell I get to make sad fans cry. It's fun. <laughs> oh, believe me, I am not crying yet. So we we make we make Mike cry on a on a sometimes yeah. monthly basis right. because okay. uh Especially if you mention yeah. uh, specific actors or films. Oh, really? Like, like, or, like which or ones? The, or the BS that is BVS. Batman vs. Superman. But uh, You don't like uh, Batman vs. Superman? That, okay, no. here's the deal. I have a nine-year-old comic book nerd kid. I don't know where this child came from. His gateway <laughs> drug was Toy Story and Buzz Lightyear, and it went downhill from there. If you don't um, know where he came from, there's a problem. <laughs> I don't know where he came from, like, literally. You know, me. Yes. I, I know that part, but like, like his just the comic book thing. Cause my husband just, I mean, we watch, you know, superhero movies and things like that. Um, but he, we, he's not a comic book collector, but my kid, man, you know, because of him, I now know where the local comic books are and he has a pull drawer and I'm like, why? And, and apparently he needs these issues. And so I walk in there and they all stop with their magic cards. All the people in the comic book store and they're like, Oh, <gasps> It's a girl and it's a mom. Yeah, oh my god! Girl before. It's like yeah. Big Bang Theory. It, yep. it, it feels like that. I'm Penny. Yes, only with my nine year old. Um, so, but yeah, no. He, we we're encouraging it. Like he has a room inside of his closet that has a secret door, and so it's his um a secret like um superhero hideout. So he has all of his Nerf guns hanging on the wall, and he has a lab. 
Um, and then he has a fort in the backyard. That's the island. He wants to be um, Arrow. That that's his dream. Um, so like he went to summer camp, like Seaboy Camp, this past summer. And he got to pick electives. So he picked things like swimming and um, like outdoor survival archery. skills. Archery. Oh, yes. Archery was a big <laughs> one. Archery was huge. Um, and let's see. What else did he pick? Like crime lab and something else. And I'm like, why are you picking all these things? He goes, this is to prepare me when I'm on the island. And, I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, you get one more. And he goes, well, I want to do ultimate frisbee. I'm like, what does that have to do with Green Arrow? He goes, nothing. It just sounds like fun. I'm like, okay, fair <laughs> enough. So, yeah. So that, that's my kid. So he's at that precipice, too, where he, I think he's deciding if it's going to be DC or Marvel, which path he chooses. And he has influencers either way. I don't personally care. Um, but I'm like, whatever kid, but yeah, so I know far more about your culture guys than you probably realize. No, it's not that I like, I've seen the trailers and it's made me want to see the movie, but what has made me so anti Batman V Superman is, it seems the hype for it has been going on for more than the three years that it has been going on. I will say, I, I will say with Batman vs. Superman, when the rumors of the film first started dropping, mm -hmm. uh, that's when this podcast started. Mm -hmm. oh. um, the actual was... night that we were starting this podcast, the very first night, is when they dropped the Batman v Superman information. And uh, from Comic Con, yeah. And we were, it was like literally a half an hour before the show because uh, Ian, <laughs> the the previous co-host, uh, were both going, "What are we going to talk about?" And then on Twitter, uh, one of our listeners was like, "Hey, you should talk about this." And I was like, "Where did this come from?" And <laughs> so we started discussing it, and we've actually, um, we went from everything from deciding who we thought should play Batman before Affleck was decided um, to. Uh, deciding what we thought the bat suit would look like, which, by the way, we were right. Um, mm -hmm. nice. And so, I mean, it's 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 been one one kind of fun journey watching everything transpire through this podcast. But um, I'm more particular this year with Deadpool, which mm -hmm. is not kid friendly at all. No, no, no. I'm <laughs> very disappointed, nine year old, that mommy is not letting him watch it. And you're a good Please tell me that. you did not sign the PG-13 position. No, no, I did not. No, I did not. He'll be old enough someday. I mean, we'll watch the movie, my husband and I, and we'll we'll make the determination. If I think that it's okay. I mean, he's heard God Almighty. My my mouth can be awful. Um, you know, and he's been to sports games with me where I drop. I, I just seriously, I, I make grown men blush with the stuff that comes out of my mouth. Um, I one time told another players um team to get their skanky cheerleaders off the floor um and i said <laughs> other words to do that so you yeah. know yes so I, I think it's a judgment call and and here's the thing as a mom people are like oh that's a terrible judgment call i'm like why i know my kid so if i think my kid can handle it i think my kid can handle it i'm not sure he can handle deadpool from no. what i've heard i didn't even know this well, character existed until like the movie previews came out no i i knew about the character and i knew the the level of of insanity that comes from him and and i knew a, a little bit of his backstory but then when they dropped that uh teaser clip at comic-con uh two years ago with the animated piece that was like a minute or two long and it was ryan reynolds playing deadpool with a cg animated uh clip that of course they incorporated a lot of that into the trailer um I was very intrigued, and then I started watching 
various videos with him on on YouTube. Uh, and I bought the video game and learned quite a bit about the character to the point that uh, now he's one of my favorite Marvel characters. <laughs> and I could care less about like the X Men at this point. Or uh, <laughs> um, oh, I, I say that I say that because the films have just. It, I, I think that they've just kind of run their course. I'm just getting tired of seeing them. Fantastic Four or Fan Four stick uh, is ridiculous <laughs> of a concept. And then uh, to the point, none of the actors are coming back. And it bombed because they didn't know what to do with it. And and then you get, you know, Marvel, which is actually doing their end. I think that they've kind of run into that trope that they've gotten stuck in the same boat for so long that it's there's nothing new. So DC is the newest game in town unless you count Deadpool. And I think Deadpool is going to have that grit that DC has, but it's going to have a little bit of the levity that Marvel has. So it's going to be a nice cross between the two. See, I think you're missing out on a huge franchise builder, and that's Guardians of the Galaxy. That was one of the best movies ever. Oh, no, I wasn't saying that that was bad by any means. I I really enjoyed that film. Uh, It's one of the last Marvel films I've enjoyed in a while um, since Captain America 2. and I think I'll enjoy Civil War too, but I I don't. I I that to me is like number three on my list of what I want to see. Number two is Batman v Superman, and number one's Deadpool. Um, Suicide Squad is probably my number four, and then the uh, X Men Apocalypse is like number five if I was going through the comic book films. See, I'm upset about Harlequin because she's one of my m- favorite characters. Like I've actually like I was her one year for um, Halloween. The tiny humans were Batman and Robin. I have a daughter, so we made her a Robin tutu, um, <laughs> and it was adorable. And my husband was Joker, and I was Harley Quinn. And I, I, it was it was fantastic. Um, yeah, I'm not a nerd at all, and um, I'm just mad. I don't like the way she looks. I don't like the way she sounds because I've seen the trailer. Like, the trailer was brilliant, and I love the new Joker, but I'm just kind of like Harley Quinn. I'm like ugh. <laughs> Uh, I think we're on the other side of the fence. We would prefer the, the Harley Quinn over the Joker. Yeah. Joker no, I, like, I, I, am, like, well, I like Jared Leto. I think he's I, fantastic. I, I, I am sorry. The lead singer of 30 Seconds to Mars is too I have non- nothing. I, have See, nothing I think against... of him as Jordan Calino from my so-called life like when I was a teenager. <laughs> so that, that's where I, my reference is. For I have no uh, issue with the actor himself. No issue whatsoever, because like even even Heath Ledger or anybody that's played the Joker has not been the ideal choice. Same thing with Batman's. I mean, it, nobody thought that any of these people could play him. So I, I give him that. I just don't like how they chromed up his teeth and they gave him the tattoos and they just made him kind of look really odd. Um, I think I, they had to though. I mean, after Ledger's performance in the you know the Batman movie he did, I mean. They had to do yeah. something completely different with Joker. Or it would never work. Yeah, they're almost going the Dark Knight Returns kind of look with his his style, other than the fact that he looks like a crack fiend. Um, well, Joker probably is a crack fiend, let's be he honest. He probably is, but uh, you still can't talk about the Joker without having the ultimate one, which was animated. Oh, yeah, with Mark Hamill as yeah. the voice? Yes, see? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, yes, I'm totally bringing my geek out now. <laughs> that i know that yes i know luke skywalker is also joker have you guys seen the youtube video where he's like being interviewed and he's like luke skywalker and he is joker at the same time mm-hmm. it's most enjoyable yeah, awesome. it was at uh, the star wars celebration uh, okay i didn't know that much yeah um <laughs> i watched the video did you watch the video well, yeah. i'm excited for you yeah so yeah no but i mean i think a lot of people like me who are casual like 
geek enthusiasts like these kind of movies or were super amped up for Star Wars or, you know, again, Star Trek and all those other things. Because I grew up in a household where, like, literally Star Trek The Next Generation was on every Saturday night. Like, that was my parents' thing. That was their date night at home. They would eat Caesar salad out of the same bowl. Not kidding. I'm like, we have other bowls. This is romantic. I'm like, gross. (laughs) And they would watch um, Next Generation. And that was, you know, a regular routine. Yes. We we watched... uh... Star Trek The Next Generation at home when uh, I lived at home and it was it was like a ritual every day or every time it was on we even watched the reruns during the week um, so I'm pretty well versed in that I have a podcast on that too but um, on, on Star Trek but uh, I to me like there's no other Joker uh, besides Mark Hamill and that's because I grew up with that but at the same I mean, time, I love I've Nicholson. Got, well, I, I did a monologue in my acting class. At- hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This Mark Hamill Joker. Freaked everybody out, which was great, but... Wait, so you can do Mark Hamill's Joker voice? Oh, yes. <gasps> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There's been times that I've done it in a promo for a podcast that we had called Legends of the Dark Knight. Oh, my God. Do the, uh, oh, what's that one line? Um, oh, yes. But think of the fun. Yep, that's it. <laughs> I totally want you to redo my Sports Gapa theme in Joker voice. <laughs> Send it over. I'll do it <laughs> right away. Really? Oh my gosh. I'm, you're on tape, so you have to do it now. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> I actually did, um, uh, for a Ninja Turtles podcast, I did Krang. Okay, uh, okay, I don't know what Krang is. Yeah, no, it's, no before, it's before you start, don't... You, let Mike okay. wind up this yeah, story. But... Before he starts, okay... If anyone's ever watched the 1987 TMNT cartoon, the the one that everyone says is so campy compared to everything else and whatever else, it's not as campy as people think. Pat Fraley was the voice of Krang, and there was one night I don't even remember what show we were, we were doing. Recording. Toycast. Oh, that's right. We were yeah, we were doing Toycast episode 87 on the TMNT toys from the from the old show. Yeah, yeah. So. I've got Steve, myself, and another buddy of mine, Sween Halleck. Sween is one of the most diehard Turtles Toys fans that I know. And we're all sitting there talking about the toys and everything else. And next thing I know, I'm like, when did Pat Fraley show up? Because Steve does this perfect impression of the voice from the animated series, from the Turtles animated series. So take it away, Krang. (laughs) 
Saki, this is crying. Where the devil is my new body? <laughs> yeah. I uh, watch an awful lot of cartoons. And if it's a character I really enjoy, I memorize the voice and then I can duplicate it. I get their mannerisms too, which is even weirder. Interesting. <laughs> um, Interesting. I think. I've been caught at work walking around uh, having a multiple character conversation with myself, which is really awkward when you get caught. <laughs> like, they're arguing. Like, I'm doing the different voices and seeing how fast I can switch between them. And then I walk past cars and people are looking at me like I'm, like, a madman. Well, you kind of are. That's That's hilarious. I can't do that. Like, no. I mean, once in a while my southern accent comes out, that's about it. Mike yeah. likes to pull out his. Uh, um, he's got he's got two voices that he does. He does his Boston accent, and then he does his Inspector Gadget. No, no, no! It's not. No, oh no, no, it's not it's Inspector not, Gadget. What is it? it? It is, but it isn't. It's um, it's Maxwell Smart from Get Smart. Ah, yes. Oh, uh, the phone guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Missed it by that much. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty much the only <laughs> line I can do. There was one time where. This isn't anything Steve knows about, but Uh-oh. there was one time I was on a phone conversation with somebody. Who are you on the phone with? <laughs> I was on the phone with a friend of mine, and we were talking about something, and all of a sudden, my voice just changed for the next 20 minutes of the conversation, and it was like... It sounded like nothing I've ever sounded like in my life, and I don't think I could ever do that ever again. Wait, so it was just a friend, or was it... Yeah, yeah. No, it was just a, a random friend. We were talking about um, various cartoons and stuff uh, that we that we enjoyed watching. So, yeah, it was just a little strange at the time. Interesting. But yeah, I... I, I am so not the voice actor like Steve is. Steve wants to eventually get into that world. Um, but I, yeah. Why don't you uh, pull out your uh, dinosaur, Steve? Oh, no, yes. not Barney. Don't be dirty like that, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, this is not we, the Beast Unleashed podcast, after yeah. all. Yeah. No. I, I don't know. When a guy asks me to pull out my dinosaur, it means something different. Yeah, really. <laughs> um, it was a, we did a. It, it's from Beast Wars. There's a Megatron in that compared to the original, uh, which sounds like this. Um, not really. Is that the one I say all hail to? Basically, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The other one is the uh, uh, purple dragon, and he uh, so, or well, red dragon, but purple dinosaur. And Mike made a joke about it in one of our podcasts reviewing that show. Oh, nice. Um. Yeah, and then I took it a step further and without missing a beat, and then uh, it's been the bane of my existence since I did it. Oh no, why? Because Mike hangs it over my head every now and again. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, but he's a Boston fan, so, you know, he's got his own problem. Oh, that has nothing to do with So that's this. why he has a problem with Ryan Reynolds. Are you kidding me? No, I have a problem with Ryan Reynolds because he plays the same damn role in every damn movie. Ever since he did that Van Wilder movie, he can't get out of that comedy style. But he looks so pretty, so I don't care. Well, you're a girl. You'd think that. No, there are men uh, that think that, too. Let's be <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Nothing wrong uh, with that. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, this this thing that Steve says that I hang over his head. It's um. <laughs> we'll have you. to send you the. <laughs> don't even, don't even go there. We will send you the clip because it's not something that should be aired on this show. Wow, it's that bad. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's. <laughs> I feel bad for your audience. I'm gonna just do it anyway. Just do it. Worse, oh, yeah. come out of this podcast. Yeah, just do it. Yeah. There's, I so I had uh, Barney going. Uh, I love you. Shut up, bitch! I'm not done. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, because there was an episode of Beast Wars where one of the the dinos- or one of the characters is a tiger, and he was with this female tiger. Except he's actually a robot. So we were like, and one of uh, Michael Wilson was like, "Oh, there's some bestiality going on." And then, uh, <laughs> um, you know, somehow Barney got brought up, and so yeah, Megatron, purple yeah. dinosaur. <laughs> it was bad. Oh. You violated Barney, the purple dinosaur, oh, Megatron. Yes. Oh, all right. Wow. Did Barney like it? Was he asking for it? I don't even. Okay, can we uh, switch to something else, please? <laughs> um, Holy crap. I did so, not bring this up. You brought yeah, this up. I know. This it's, is your yeah. fault. I know. So, so you know. Uh, what, what drew you to podcasting exactly? Oh, this is a funny story. Um, so I got sent to a conference in Las Vegas last April by my real life job. And they wanted to, I get to go to a conference every year. So I picked this one in Las Vegas because it was in Las Vegas. That's, and I wanted to go to Las Vegas. And my husband got to go with me. So he got a free trip to Las Vegas practically. And so while I was there, they were like, well, here, take the podcasting track. Cause we think we want to add podcasting to like our marketing mix. I'm like, fine, whatever. So I start hanging out with all the podcasters. And there was this podcaster named Mark Asquith. And he and I have become very good friends. He's in England and he does a business podcast. And I was telling him about my college thesis where I talked about, you know, sports and, and you know, why people who like college sports are crazier than most people. And, and, are willing to do like horrible things for their college teams. Anyway, that's a whole other conversation. And so while I was going through that, he asked why my Twitter handle was Sports Galpal. And I said, I used to have this blog called Sports Galpal where I talk about sports. He goes, that would be a good podcast. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. So throughout the conference, I kept asking people, like, do you think I could do a sports podcast? And they're like, yeah, you should totally do it. This is all men. I'm like the only girl around. Well, the last day of the conference, I'm in this big kind of lobby area. And I started listening to podcasts. I had never listened to podcasts before this. Like, I, I just I just didn't. So I found another podcast with women who were doing sports. And I was mad because this they taped this episode in March. And instead of talking about, like, March Madness or college basketball or the fact that Virginia was seated wrong, we were. Villanova should have been seated below us. So it's a whole thing. And <laughs> um, they were still talking about Marshawn Lynch not getting the ball in that last kind of play for the Super Bowl. And I was really mad. So I was doing a rant about that in the middle of this lobby to this poor couple that they were like, oh, my God, what happened? Well, this guy suddenly shows up next to me and he goes, well, hey there. And I'm like, OK, yeah, fine. Because when a man shows up to you next in Las Vegas as a woman, you got to kind of go, OK, what you really want? So <laughs> so the guy comes up and he goes, I just want to introduce myself. I'm known as the pod baiter. I'm like. The what? The who? He goes, I love your passion. I, I couldn't help but overhear you. And I didn't mean to eavesdrop, but I want you on my network. I want you on Blotech Radio. My name's Jay Soderberg. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then he goes, I used to be head of podcasting for ESPN. I'm like, oh, okay. Now I know you're serious. So that's seriously how I got into podcasting was Jay kind of discovered me doing a rant in a hotel lobby in Las Vegas. 
Ooh. Yeah, no, seriously, it's, it's the craziest thing. And so literally that was the uh, middle of April. By June 1st, I had three episodes up already and it's been going forth ever since. So I do practically a weekly show. Um, I'm actually close to 80 something episodes just because for a while there, I did two episodes a day as a preview series for the NFL. So I count those because that was a lot of work. So that was like 32 episodes on top of my normal routine. Um, so yeah, it's it's been interesting. And I've, I've had some really cool guests on and it's it's just cool because it's like it's just it's my thing it has nothing to do with my kids or my husband or my job or you know I, and I get to be you know really who I think I should be which is a really inappropriate woman <laughs> and it's fantastic that's awesome <laughs> you know it's the randomest story right like you know because podcasting is one of those things that anybody can get into I happen to be like the one person that was discovered and this guy's like here I shall give you a podcast and that's that's <laughs> how it happened yeah, my that's awesome. my journey was a little bit different. I started out <laughs> on a uh, Transformers podcast in 2007. Uh, I got cast as a uh, they were starting in a separate podcast uh, called War Stories, which was I was reading people's fanfics, um, in using my voices. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which was okay. I can't listen to them now because the sounds of some of these voices were terrible. Uh, and I couldn't bear to listen to the way I sounded at the time. So it's very hard for me to listen to any of those 15 episodes that I did. Uh, but that was how I started. And then I did a couple episodes on their, their flagship show. And then after I was kind of, uh, done there, I started my own podcast and then I bumped into Mike here on Twitter, Mm -hmm. uh, by listening to our America junior partner, um, and, I think we uh, need to explain what America Junior is because that no, was no, we don't. It's, it's a funny gag thing. though. You came up with it, so yeah. it's great. Yeah, no, but it's no, true. Not... It's true, except for Quebec. We don't want to claim them. And the cat no. is out of the bag. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's 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 fine. Um, so yeah, we we were listening to them, and I used to listen to them every Friday when they would air, actually, on their college radio station. And uh, uh, after doing so, I was like, because uh, I was doing a Transformers podcast, um, which keeps reviving itself. Um, <laughs> I keep trying to kill it, and it keeps coming back. It, and it's, it, it, it's keep, my it own fault. Like, like the Michael Bay films. Uh, like no, 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 no. Don't you even care. No, no, no. They should have died a long time ago. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. No, no one should okay. like any of the Transformer movies. No, no. For a second there, well, I the thought one you were where Optimus to... Prime, like the animated one in the 80s where he goes into the sun, that was good. Wait, no, no, okay. You need a lesson. That wasn't. <laughs> that wasn't a movie. That was an episode. That was okay. Well, it was built. It was built at a, as a VHS at the time. The rebirth story was built as a VHS at the time, but that's not the actual movie. The actual movie was in '86, where Megatron actually kills him. Oh, that's the movie. That's terrible. Where where he goes into the sun? Where he goes into the sun is a three part episode called Rebirth, and that made up the sole three episodes of the fourth season before the show died. <laughs> I don't care. I just remember that from my childhood. Okay, just be excited. <laughs> I know who Optimus Prime is. All hey, right. At least she knows who the real Optimus Prime is, not that um, garbly looking uh, piece of junk metal that's on uh, the feature film screen. There you go. So, yeah, uh, it, yeah. We, we and Shia LaBeouf was, was a terrible. Oh, just, just, it was a bad that, movie. Just bad. and sexist, so sexist. Well, it, yes, it's, it's 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 just as bad in the Mark Wahlberg one. I'm a scientist. Oh. I can fix things. That's what he says the entire film, like basically. So it's like, 
I'm an engineer. I can fix things. We watched like a little bit and I was just like, this is the most ridiculous thing. Like, it's really like, it's funny. My husband today, we were home and he was watching um, Star uh, um, Starship Stormtroopers, you know, the one. Starship Troopers. Thank you. And I'm going, this is the best, worst movie ever because it's really bad, but it's still entertaining. It's meant to be bad, though. Yeah, exactly. Okay, for for a second there, we entered into a three-way round of $25,000 pyramid. You're like, Starship, Star Wars, you know the one. Yeah, I'm like, well, God. Megatron knew. Where's, where's Dick no. Clark when you really need I, I know films, unfortunately. Yeah, so, but that's what I mean. Like, that's one of those watchable, horrible movies. Like, I kind of catch a gunsmith, bl- like, oh, yeah, they're killing bugs. Hooray. And, oh, yeah, Denise Richards is sleeping with that other dude. Fantastic. Um, you know, so, so that happened. But that... Any that Mark Wahlberg one, I'm just like just all the Transformers. Like the first one, maybe the somewhat. The first one gets okay. a pass because it reinvigorated the franchise, and sure, it's, and it was it was the first you know kind of um, almost innocent one out of the franchise. But the I, other ones were yes. just like no, they should no, just no. They should be no. burned in a fire. That's why we made a gag about uh, Michael Bay, and I made an image a couple of years ago. Shoot for the wallet. Shoot for the wallet. Nice. Um, it's got a harpoon in it, and uh, Michael Bay stealing your wallet. Um, Do you just not like Michael Bay, like all of his films, or just just Transformers ones? I mean, uh, he's made some good films. I I wouldn't say that he's made some good films. I would say that he's copied a lot of the same stuff in his films and just reused <laughs> it. And he's the king of explosions and and blockbusters. But I wouldn't there, necessarily call his films is good. That really, is that really a bad thing though to be the no. king of explosions? Well, I mean, I I think Hollywood in general, like the feature film industry, has gone to crap. Um, television is where it's at right now as far as getting well-written stuff the the film industry like there's nothing really that great and the stuff that is great um unfortunately doesn't get enough recognition so because you get a lot of these same directors doing the same films over and over and over just with different characters yeah i can see that i can see that and i agree with you because i feel like it's particularly like netflix and amazon prime my god some of the shows like i just finished um man in a high castle um a couple weeks ago and it was fantastic so so good like and then i read the book and the book is so different um highly recommend that to you guys and i started watching daredevil and i forget why i stopped i didn't how like far it. did you how far did you yeah very, we, we know you didn't not very far what episode did you stop I don't at? remember. It was a long time ago. Actually, it was before I started podcasting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, again, the podcast kind of took over my life. I don't know about you guys, and it sounds like you guys do a lot of podcasts. Are, that's what, are you kidding me? That's what I mean, I haven't even told my story yet. Yeah, oh, we, we live you, podcasts. Oh, my God. Here's the thing. Once you start podcasting, you then start finding excuses to either come on other people's podcasts like this one, or um, you like start thinking, I could do another podcast. That's, it's a sickness. It is. Are you kidding? We've been doing this for seven years now. June 1st of this year will be our... Well, okay, I'm saying... Oh, June 1st is my podcast anniversary, too. Yay! That's almost creepy now. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so Why as the creepy? That's awesome. As, as the GeekCast Radio Network, we've been doing the network for seven years now. And in that seven years, usually mm, every year or so, I end up craft. I end up spending four hours in one day crafting something that will take the next two or three years of our lives. I just we just finished, and we've already announced it. We haven't started production on it yet. We ju- I just finished uh, over the holidays. 
I spent one afternoon, four and a half hours, creating a 70-episode podcast for our Boy Meets World review show. Boy Meets World, <laughs> like the show from like yes, the 90s? Yes, from the 90s. That's yeah. one of Corey our staples. Yes. Yep. Yep. Really? That's, yes. Yep. Okay, that show. Can I talk about that for a minute? I'm so yeah. glad you brought Okay, that show bothers me. I like <laughs> oh, it. Oh, no. No, no, I like it. I love the whole premise of it. But it was like actually four different shows put together in a series. If you really think about it, the way the actors, like all of a sudden Sean had the cool teacher and he was adopted by him, but then he was dropped and his dad came back and then they had other people. And then magically Topanga finds this best friend that she hadn't had before, you know, when they were in college. I'm like, what? It's just too much. Just so many plot holes. But it evolved, unlike a lot of shows that do the same thing for seven to ten years. Sure. Okay. Yeah. There, there the are character. some fallbacks, though. Uh, yeah, there are. Like their wedding was annoying because it was all about Sean and, and Corey, and I'm going. But then, the, well, actually, no. The more I think about it, my wedding was more about my husband and his best friend too. Never mind. <laughs> There's so many parallels to real life with that show that it's it's hard not to enjoy it. We just uh, there was such an intense uh, liking of the show uh, from our childhood that we were like, we have to talk about this. How old are y'all? I'm oh god, I'll be 36 next month. Okay, you're you're my age. Okay, all right. I mean, Steve's twenty something. Uh, I'll be no, I'll be thirty in June. Oh my god, you're oh, a baby. Geez. Okay, shut yeah, up. Yeah, no, is, you don't you don't get to talk. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't get to talk on his own show. No, That's funny. No talking in your own show anymore, Megan. <laughs> I'm putting the knish. No, no. Oh no, my gosh. No. <laughs> I do like that Joker voice. <laughs> Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh-huh. So, so it's one of those things where, I, you know, I've been doing this since 2008. We started the network in 2009. And for me, because, and people who are, people already know this, I am partially disabled, so... I don't have a real job or I can't actively physically get a real job. So podcasting technically is my job. I will wake up at say eight or nine o'clock in the morning, sit, sit here for till about one or two in the afternoon, editing three or four different podcasts. Uh, in our seven year history on the network, I've been on probably just North of 2,500 episodes. Oh He's gosh. done a lot more guesting too than I have. I it's more so because my my availability. Yeah, but the guesting is it's sporadic at this point. It used to it used to be. Uh, I don't do it as much anymore. I've become a podcast hermit pretty much at this point. But for me, it's like 
when I got into it, I was like, I, I originally wanted to start listening. I'm like, okay, podcast, what is that? I want to start listening to it. So I wanted to find something that I was interested in. And one of the things I was interested in was Bruce Timm's DC Animated Universe. So Batman the Animated Series, Superman, Justice League, Batman Beyond, all that stuff. Uh, Teen Titans doesn't count. That's not in continuity. Um, so I went on to iTunes and found several podcasts. And one I found was called World's Finest Podcast. And I thought it was the producers of the show taking talking about the show every episode no it's just two random guys reviewing every episode of every single cartoon that's in the dc animated universe so they reviewed all of batman the animated series all of superman all of justice league all of batman beyond everything so i'm like okay i think i could do that and you know i you know on Twitter started talking with Steve and it's like, yeah, I think I want to do a, a Transformers, uh, classic Transformers generation one cartoon show. Like, sure. I'm like, at first I'm like, yeah, I can record this stuff, but I have no interest in editing. So pretty much for the first, what was it? Year and a half, two years. Steve was my, yeah. <laughs> Steve was my edit monkey. I was the edit monkey. The... I'm still the art monkey. Oh, please. Come on now. I don't <laughs> ask you for too much on the art. Come on. Nice. I am the art monkey. I, I want yeah. I want monkeys. How do I get those? Because it's all me. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you find someone you find someone younger to... than you, and then you say, "Hey, you know how to do this." Put your kids to work. Put my kids to work. <laughs> now. Again, they're, they're not the tiny humans are not allowed to listen to mommy's podcast. So they couldn't edit. Uh, they don't. Well, uh, well, okay. Well, they don't. They, they could do the art. They could do graphic design for you. <laughs> they they do, yeah. Uh, no, I'm I'm good. I I actually hired a VA, but yeah, I'm good. Um, <laughs> no, I did a lot of it myself actually on Fiverr. God bless the Bangladesh that will work so cheaply. <laughs> Oh boy! No, it's true. No, no, it was great because I got like a great. My avatar is this cute cartoon character, um, you know, and she's like super fun and funky. Actually, that's a funny story. So I, I told the girl what I wanted, and we agreed on price. And she sends back this chick with like, and I said I wanted her about my age, and I'm 35. Okay, so she sends mm -hmm. back this girl, and literally she has like her belly button exposed and like cut off shorts and like the skateboard. I'm like, whoa, no, no. Um, I don't know any 35 year old, at least in my mom's circle, that's dressing like that. And if they, she were, we would be mocking her. Yes, we're mean girls. We would do that. So um, we had to go back to the drawing board. We got something that I, that both of us agreed on. But yeah, no, um, that, but it's nice to have a team like that around you for podcasting or just projects like this in general. Cause I don't think people realize like if you're a fan of the show, support the show. You have no idea the amount of work that you guys put into like, and it doesn't seem like work cause they're having a lot of fun on air, but it's a lot of work. Yeah, there's editing, there's getting the thing to upload properly. Oh my gosh, that's that's the worst. I was just a guest on a podcast recently on Blog Talk. I'm not going to say which one, but they accidentally edited the they uploaded the raw edit, um um audio, so you can hear all of our oh. before stuff, all of our after stuff. The before oh. and after stuff is almost always the best stuff, though, so it was kind of good. But it was hilarious because it was that stuff had nothing to do with the actual like what we were supposed to be talking about on the podcast. Um, so it was pretty funny. I've done that on occasion just to be funny. Like oh, I've done it on accident. I, yeah. I do it on a purpose once in a while, but like I'll throw it at the end of the episode just to mess with people. Oh, that's it cool. depends. Well, it depends on what happened. It really does depend on what happened because I, uh, for the past two years, we uh, myself, my friend Amy, and my other friend Nicole, we were doing a gem review podcast of the classic eighties series Gem. Gem adventure. Ooh, uh -huh. yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we. Um, we usually spend uh, it. 
It usually takes us three and a half hours to record one episode, and one episode, depending on how many cartoons we're reviewing in each episode, will end, the the final edit time will probably end up being somewhere like two hours, one hour, forty five minutes. Something, but we still spend three hours. We'll spend forty five minutes talking and just going off the rails and whatever else, and I'll have that stuff recorded, and then I'll go through that, and I'll if, I'll pick out if there's something funny. And they started, I, I have a, like Steve said, I, I'm the type of person that I have to script out everything. Not the, not the discussion, but like the, the intro, the, the, the closing, all that stuff. So I, I've had this closing scripted and I just modify it for each podcast, no matter what it is, you know, to fit that podcast. And on the gym show, <laughs> I'll close it by saying, I am, I am Mike and, you know, you know, we have been Mike with this person and this person, and both Amy and Nicole, for the majority of the show, just don't even say their names at the end. They'll just come up with random, random stuff. So I'll do my closing line, and then they'll either laugh or they'll say something, and I'll just end it with, I hate you guys. <laughs> so I'll leave that kind of stuff in. Or like I said, if there's a funny story that we did off air, I'll, I'll, I'll put that in as an outtake either at the beginning or the ending of a show. But... Yeah, the the whole process of podcasting is a lot more work than people think it is. With Steve and I, we've come to the point where we're in this kind of really good fit where I do some stuff and he does the rest of it. Like, he handles all the website stuff, he handles all the RSS stuff, all that stuff, and I pretty much record and edit most of the show. I mean, he edits his own shows and all that, but since I do more shows than he does... You know, I'm editing more of that, and I create the posts and get, you know, upload them and all that stuff and everything else, but, oh boy, it's, yeah, I can spend anywhere from 16 to 18 hours a day working on the stuff for the site. Wow. Yeah, yep. I don't have that luxury just because I just don't have the time. <laughs> well, you're married, you have kids, all that oh, stuff. Oh, no, I don't know. care about them. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they're fine. They're fine. I put some kibble out and some paper. They're good. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, um, but like because of my topics, because sports, literally, I will record an episode and hopefully within two hours, I've got it up and live on iTunes. Mm. And on blog talk, like I really do try to make it as quickly as possible because sports is so timely. I mean, and I can't sit on it. So I am one of those people that I've tried doing the timely things and I, it's too much stress for me. I just can't do it. I would rather go back to a 30 year old cartoon and spend two and a half to three years producing that podcast. than try like I've, we've, I've tried to do two different TV podcasts, one on that, America Junior Network, and then another one on our network, uh, keeping up with the fall and, and the the fall premieres on TV on network TV and the uh, and and the the finales in in the spring, and it just got to be too much. It was like, oh my god, I can't keep up with this stuff. I just can't keep up with it. No, it's hard. It's it's really hard. Just you know, in general, just because especially, does it feel like you guys like? everything like awesomely geeky is like exploding in the last decade like everywhere it's oh, everywhere yeah. I, oh, yeah. I I have a hard time when I'm doing this show sometimes because sometimes we cover a lot of news stuff and it didn't start out that way like it started out with just a couple articles and then I, I get into these kicks where there's so much like interesting stuff that I'm interested in that I want to talk about that I don't necessarily have the time to talk about <laughs> so like I will fill out these like episode scripts of just articles that I've found throughout the last week and then we'll we'll maybe get to like a third of them, 
and mm-hmm. and then I just put the rest of them in the show notes. But it's 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 gotten to the point where I'm I'm having to like whittle down to what ones actually are the most important ones because there's so much going on. Whether it's with you know Star Wars or Marvel, DC, um, tech, games, like comics, like anything, like there's so much of it out there now. Um, it's it's basically evolved into its own beast, almost much akin to uh, like the overall genre of like sports. It's true, and people like you know like again like today there was a huge story out that the um, NFL's first full time female coach was hired, and I, I had tons of people asking me how, what I thought about it, and it's like guys I don't I don't have time to really talk about this one issue because I've got a zillion other things going on. I mean it happens. You just have to pick and choose what I, you know you want to talk about and what you think is most important to you and your audience. And and sports is really the similar thing because you know I'm worried about the summer like the Olympics come, and I'm like how am I going to cover that like. That's going to be crazy because that's like 16 days of just nothing but Olympic competition and and just, you know, with like a zillion events. I'm just going. It would be like you guys trying to cover everything inside Comic Con, you know. Um, I did that a couple of years ago. How'd that work? <laughs> it was crazy though. I didn't. I don't do that. Well, I, I've always been crazy. We we all know Sometimes this. Crazy so it's, yeah. yeah, exactly. At least you're, crazy. Look, it, crazy is as crazy does. Look, admitting it is your first step to recovery. Oh, there is no recovery from this kind of crazy. Oh, no. Um, no. Uh, a couple of years ago, a buddy of ours, uh, Brian Kilby, over on the Transformers, over on the uh, TF Radio Network, uh, they were going to have some big Transformers reveal at Comic-Con, and we were just going to do reactionary things to what like live events or what things we could find online that, pe- that people at... We didn't actually go to the convention. We were doing this over the internet and all that stuff, so... We spent two years in a row, we spent six hours on a show for two different years, so 12 hours total, talking about San Diego Comic-Con reveals, <laughs> and I was a voice on it for all 12 hours. And sad. The funny thing is, in, in seven, eight years, I've never lost my voice once, and several people I know who podcast almost or just as much as I do will end up losing their voice uh, for two or three days at a time that's insane what wow yeah i don't i don't i don't care to sit there for that long we (laughs) we had a hard enough time doing our star wars discussion years ago on our movie podcast and we were all uh our uh america junior and uh yeah a couple of us from the network were sitting here uh talking star wars all the while making fun of mike in the background on facebook yeah yeah because we spent Five hours between the prequel and the original trilogy. Oh my gosh! Two two yep. episodes though. Yeah, yeah, two different episodes but still, though. Still, just just the prequels alone don't. Ugh. <laughs> Those are not happy, happy things. I'm, I'm for me, Star Wars starts at Revenge and ends at Jedi. But before the Force Awakens, obviously, it, it starts at Revenge and it ends at Jedi. One and two don't exist. Know. Yeah, one and two don't exist. Two. Attack of the Clones, if they took out the, or they minimalized the damn love story, that was the worst it thing. It wasn't about a love that. story, it was an awkward conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I know, and technically, like, it just was weird because she's, so, she's supposed to be so much older than he is. I'm like, ew, no. Well, and that, and George Lucas was pressing, pressing the envelope in that, that movie. It was more about the CGI and how much crap he could throw on screen than anything else. What did you guys think of the new Star Wars movie? I loved it. Me too. 
I did. I liked it, but of course you did. No, no, because no. this conversation. I... Seriously, this is what's happened. It's like Steve and I will be like super excited, and you're like, oh, I just like it. Well, see, I'm <laughs> I'm one of those people that I, I get burnt out on on hype and over promotion, and every single one of my friends on Twitter, Facebook, everywhere is like, oh my god, Star Wars, it's the best thing ever, blah 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, sure, cool. I've seen the trailers. I want to see the movie, but I'm going to wait until you know all the talk dies down about it because I just when something is shoved into my face it's like I run the other way have you seen it yet yeah okay like we waited I, I enjoyed the movie I liked it I don't think it's the best movie ever no I don't think it's the best movie ever but I do think it's an excellent continuation of this story even though they're basically recycling the plot of the Mm-hmm. For, uh, of the original, of the original. Six. yeah yeah thank you I, I get the numbers mixed up now because i'm like which number is it i'm like oh, <laughs> yeah. new hope new hope new hope well you little whippersnappers it's the original first one and oh please you and mr old man voice are the youngest one here <laughs> don't even go there you know what mike shut your face <laughs> uh, um crap. but yeah I, I that film was by far the the best star wars movie that i've seen in a while Yes. I, I, the the yeah. ending was still like I was like give me more, but like I was, um, I was still satisfied with the film. I'm not satisfied. That was my with the biggest fact... disappointment was the ending of it. Yeah, I I wish that there would have been. I just wanted him to say one thing, one thing. That's all. Except it ends with the two of them just standing on a friggin' hill. It could have been worse. Somebody could have like um, dubbed over and had that Adele song where it says hello and had oh god <laughs> they're reaching forward don't even get me started on that every time that comes on the radio I'm like oh my god I am so not somebody mixed the guy Ricci one where he sings hello and mixed it with hers oh god <laughs> I no, watched it's actually, it. it's actually really good um, um the two of them mixed up together I'm actually a huge Adele fan but again uh, I'm a girl so I'm allowed but to um yeah, the, like the favorite quote thing. It says the best quote of the movie, and then it had Luke, and then it said parent, like the quotation dot 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 quotation. <laughs> or no, it's just the opening of the of you know he he turns around and it's all of a sudden da 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 da. You're know, like no, it's the end of the movie. Come on. So that's how I thought about the um the Harry the Harry Potter the last Harry Potter movie when they split it in two and Voldemort's at the grave and he gets the the elder wand and I'm like no, I could sit and watch the whole thing. You don't need to stop. You don't need to stop. It was kind of like that. That's What's sad is I, I was reading the spoilers on the fil- film before I could go see it. So oh, I had actually watched I'd watched like clips of certain scenes happening that were key scenes in the movie. I watched them before I saw the film and I was like, oh, that's kind of what I expected. And then when I went and saw the film, seeing it as a whole, the emotional level of it actually hit. Even though I knew what was going to happen, it just hit differently because the full package put together. Nice. Yeah, no, it was, I thought it was well done. I thought it was excellent continuation. I knew some of the backstory cause I did some research and knew about, um, Leia and Han and their children and some of the stuff. And I was like, man, that's some dark stuff. Like, you know, Skywalker clan, maybe well, you guys they, should not re- reproduce anymore. Well, they did foretell the uh, killing of one character in a video game five years ago. So, in okay, the exact that, same fashion. That's super nerdy. Okay. Yeah, it came out after the film. Like people were like talking about it. I didn't know that until I saw the article on it, but it makes a lot of sense. Ah, okay. 
I have too much free time to search through Twitter. Yeah, really? Like, like, <laughs> wow. And the sad thing is I have more free time than he does, and I just I, didn't even care to I, look. I will say I sit on Twitter more than I sit on Facebook or any other social network. That oh, is, like, shit. my go-to place. Twitter's my happy place, especially during a, uh, a um, football game or, or a basketball game. Particularly, like, when UVA's playing, I am on there with all my other UVA fans, and we're just going at it, and we're just panicking <laughs> and see, like, the various tweets and things like that. So, yeah, Twitter's Twitter's my jam. I love it. I love it so much more than Facebook. I mean, I'm on Facebook a lot just because you have to be, but, you know, it's kind of one of those, like, tw- Twitter's my happy spot. It really is. Yeah, Facebook's the bastard child you can't live without. Well, it's one of those things where, again, you know, I, it, it's, it's interesting because, you know, I'm truly sports gal pal when I'm on um, Twitter. But then I'm Ramona. You know, oh, we didn't actually say my real name, but that's okay. Uh, I'm Ramona when I'm on, um, you know, Facebook. And so people who know me there, like, that's where I'll put, like, pictures of the tiny ki- tiny humans. or And tiny humans, by the way, are my children. I, I need to clarify that. People get really mad when they're like, oh, are you making fun of, like, <laughs> like dwarves? I'm like, no. I call them tiny humans because that's what they are. They're tiny humans. You know, if I call them children, I treat them like children, and therefore they act like children. If you call them tiny humans, then they act... Well, they still act like children, but, you know, it just it's cuter. So, you know, the, I'll put, like, my real life on Facebook as much as I need to. But Twitter's really where I'm obnoxious because none of my gainful employers are on Twitter, which is fantastic. So, <laughs> myself. No. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, and Twitter's super great for geeks because, again, you can talk about anything. Like, I describe Twitter as it's the world's largest cocktail party. You just got to figure out where in the cocktail party you want to kind of converse and mm-hmm. and that's what you got to do. So like for me, Twitter, I mean, like people follow me all the time and it's great. Unless I personally know you, like before this started, I think Steve, you and I started following each other. Um, but yep. yeah, and it's great. Um, I don't think we've ever interacted on Twitter once and that's okay. Um, just <laughs> a lot of sports stuff. You're going to be like, oh, that's super cute sports gal pal. Thanks. And you're going to move right on <laughs> or you'll mute me because <laughs> that's the way it goes. I don't mute people. I just oh, I mute people all the if- time. If people don't follow me after a while, I unfollow them. But I do do that. Yes. Because I'm like, if you're not following me, I have no interest in following you. No, that's fair. That's fair. I do mute people a lot. Like really good friends of mine who are podcasters and they're podcasting like in the business space. So they really utilize Twitter for like their business stuff. I'm like, no, you have nothing to do with sports. I don't care. Mute. But that way <laughs> I haven't unfollowed them. So I'm, I'm still being a good friend. That's you're terrible. still keeping the numbers up. You're just not... Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Participating yeah. in their game. Yeah, I guess yeah. at some point I'm like, no, I don't want 30 ways to like grow my email list. No, thank you. There was a, a the great monitor debacle of 2015 where I ended up... Uh, because I use TweetDeck, so I ended up leaving the window open. So I just my monitor just flaked out on me. <laughs> so for Mike, about, was, Mike was messaging me on a day and a half. I was not. Oh messaging, no, you were you were I, watching Transformers the movie. Yeah, so I mean, was, nothing good happens from Transformers the movie. 
no, no, no. He's talking the, about the golden the one from the eighties. Oh, the, the one the that I didn't, one. the real, okay, no, it's yeah. the real one? Yeah, the real one. Rob his prime dies one. or the son? Because yeah. now I'm confused. No, the, no, where he dies, yes. See, I'm learning. No, so, so my monitor dies, and it basically, it's every one and a half seconds I could be able to actually turn it on and see something. So I just, I pulled up TweetDeck, I checked the box where it's like, leave the message window open, so you can just sit here and type. So I'm... I'm sitting here and typing, and I'm hitting uh, Alt Enter or Shift Enter or whatever it is to enter the message, and I'm, you know, just day and a half. It's nothing but consistent crazy messages from me. Like, yeah, I can't see anything anyone's replying to me whatsoever. I won't be able to see that until I get a new monitor. So I'm just sitting here, just doing random crap. And I think by the time I got to the scene where. Um, Galvatron destroys Ultra Magnus. Steve was like, "Yeah, I'm muting you now." <laughs> I got, I got a question. Why couldn't you just log into Twitter proper? Be, well, it, it wasn't just. It's my monitor died. I couldn't see anything on my computer. Oh wow! My entire monitor died. So I had always had TweetDeck open. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll just put my mouse over here. I'll click this to keep the window open. And I'll just make sure the cursor's there, and I'll just start typing. Wow. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that was a day and a half of crazy. Yeah, he he was typing, like, everything he was watching in the movie. <laughs> and and I was, and somebody actually, like, one of, one of the guys on the network was like, are you tweeting while watching Transformers the entire movie, and you can't see? <laughs> well, see, okay, the, the, the funny thing about this is, is that I haven't actually had the movie in a while, but when I did have it, I created an audio version of it. So pretty much Why? I was... He, we did a podcast I, on it, so he was using the audio. Oh, clips. okay. All and right. So I, I was worried that ever was, since like, I was lying a there kid, in the dark and like listening to yeah, it like before you go to bed yeah, pretty, and slumber. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. We listen to uh, it like it's an audio play. Well, yeah. ever since ever since I was a kid, ever since before technology grew to the point where we could actually record stuff off of stuff, other than you know VCRs. But I've always wanted to, for some odd reason, wanted to have Transformers the nineteen eighty six movie as an audio form. And a few years ago, I'm like, hey, I have the movie. I'll just hit record on my audacity thing and I'll play the movie and I'll go do something else for the next 86 minutes or however long it is. And, and I've had that audio file for years and I'm like, Hey, this is, since I can't see anything, I might as well just listen to one of my favorite movies of all time and just sit here and tweet about it for the next two hours. Sure, because that's what a, could be, that's what a reasonable adult does is they say, you well, know what? Yeah, that's it, what I do. If my monitor dies, I'm gonna pop in like Love Actually, and I'm just gonna tweet about that the whole time. Sure, it could be worse. A buddy of ours that didn't actually have his monitor die on him, he actively um, did a full on Bambi commentary. So, <laughs> well, that, I mean, who? I don't fantastic. know. I did. You'll, you'll have to you'll have to ask him about that, Steve. It was good old Optibotomist that did Are that. You, why? I don't know why, why he did a Bambi commentary. Why not? Out of all the Disney <laughs> movies, that's a fantastic one because so much stuff happens in it. Death and life and there's sex and, you know, there's all yeah. kinds of things going on but in there. But that's every Disney movie. There's no sex in every Disney movie. There is. There is. 
All right, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. You're looking at a company that's... Oh, God. How... Oh, well, I actually in college did the Disney internship, so I've got stories. Trust me. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I lived there for six months in, in, the, in the, um, the kingdom of the Disney, and I have oodles and oodles of fun, fun stories about guests and princesses. Let me ask you something. Yeah. yeah let, me, let me ask you something. An interview I did several years ago, a, uh, a buddy of mine pointed this guy out to me. His name is Leonard Kinsey. Mm-hmm. He wrote a book called The Dark Side of Disney. All of it's probably true. Have you ever seen the book? Have you ever read the book or anything? No, because I, I lived it. What would you like it, to know? Yeah. Oh, I mean, this was his journey about finding the adult content at the park. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was just, it's such a good book. Well, the worst, uh, the worst thing about the Disney thing is that there are so many like grown-up guests who will pay a ton of money. I'm talking like thousands of dollars to get like a backstage tour. And I'm going, why would you do that? Because you're about to ruin the magic. So I had people that were coming down from Virginia, where I'm from, down to Florida to visit me. Like, we're going to do the backstage tour. I'm like, don't do that. It's going to ruin it for you. Because when you go to the backstage tour, this is what you're going to find. You're going to find like real people who hate their job. And have to be in the Florida sunshine and be happy and rosemary and say, have a magical day, all the while wanting to flick you off. But, hey, if you want to come to Disney and do that and spend thousands of dollars, or I can, hey, you know, do it for you for free because I am living it right now. I mean, seriously. And they did. So what they would do is they would do things like they would put Mickey Mouse's head on, like, water coolers. So when you would do the water cooler, you would see the glug, glug, glug in the mouth. That was fun. Um, oh, God. Yeah, I mean, you'd see, like, um, I do have this one fun story. So I worked at the Magic Kingdom, and there's huge tunnels underneath the Magic Kingdom. That's the way the Magic Kingdom rolls. And I was super homesick, and I'd broken up with my boyfriend before I went down there, and I just was like, what the hell have I done with my life? Taking this internship, I'm, I'm delaying graduation, all this other stuff. Well, my favorite Disney movie of all time, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. I, I cannot tell you. Like, I collected the stuff. I loved it. And I'm going down the hall, and all of a sudden, all seven dwarfs are, like, bebopping down the hall. And I was like, it's a sign it's a sign they whip off their heads in front of me and they're all asians and i was like (laughs) i was so traumatized so i sent an email to my mom to this day she still has it and she'll read it like at christmas she goes it just was the funniest thing you've ever read it was about you being traumatized that there were koreans inside the seven dwarves costumes it was the only time I saw all seven dwarfs together, by the way. So it, it was a sign. But, you know, I survived and I'm glad I did it. And it's a great company to work for if you take advantage of the different stuff. And, yeah, the, I mean, it's here's the thing. It's grownups that work in this in those parks, guys. So guess what grownups do? They like to make fun of you, you know, as you're I, spending thousands of dollars on God knows what. We, we're making fun of you. I was going to say a bad joke, but because um, you were saying about them taking off the masks, I was going to say it was was the uh, lip syncing off when they uh, were doing uh, like a bad Godzilla movie. Oh, that would have been hilarious too. Yeah, no. <laughs> Look, he's Godzilla. No, I was going to say where they're going, hi-ho, hi-ho. And then they, they're like, <laughs> it's still like off. Like when they take the masks off, like their mouth is still moving, but it's not yeah, even like the syncing's off. Korean, yes. Oh, uh, that's horrible. I'm going to go to hell. Um, yes, you are. We are so racist right now. I'm so sorry, everyone. I am not. I just I mean, and I found out they were Korean because I became friends with some of them. So they really, really were Korean. I'm not making that up. 
Uh, have you seen the Disney XD series, the 7D? Um, probably my nine-year-old has. I have not. Really? You, uh, that's, well, if, again, if you're a... no, no, I'm smart mom. I have put the TV downstairs in their garage playroom so they can go <laughs> watch whatever. It's, I mean, there are filters so they can only get to so much stuff. God bless TiVo. Um, so, yes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have this cable. Is... I, I have this magical friend called uh, showrss.net. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I don't so... watch commercials, and I, I filter what my kid watches anyway. Plus, I own all the TV shows from when I was a kid, so yeah. he has limited so... access. Pretty much, my kids so... just watch like Netflix. To be perfectly honest. Yeah, we have that too. Yeah, and I mean seriously, <laughs> that's all they need. So, a couple of years ago, Disney XD started this series called The Seven D. It takes place thirty years before the Seven Dwarfs meet Snow White. Why? And it's. What do you mean, why? <laughs> why do we need to know 30 years ago? Are they that old? No, well, probably. This is before they got old and wrinkly. Are they like yeah. teenagers? Like, this is how we learn how no, to die? No, no, no. Okay. No, no, no. They're... This is before oh, they all got their, their, uh, their brain damage. Ha! Huh. How am I going to explain this? It's, it's all the classic, char- classic seven dwarfs in this kingdom called Jollywood. You got Maurice LaMarche as the voice of Grumpy. You got Kevin Michael Richardson as the voice of Happy. You got uh, Stephen Stanton, uh, Billy West. Know as, all this. We study these people. I watched the show. Okay, I watched shows too, and I can barely remember like you know character names. Like Game of Thrones, I still need a chart. Oh to, God! To get through all the the people, like I yeah, yes. Okay, keep going. I'm sorry, dwarves. So, <laughs> the basic premise of the show is the seven dwarfs are there. They 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 have their mind and mine and all that stuff. So they're mining for gems and everything else. And basically, what it is is every now and then the queen of the land, called Queen Delightful, will uh, ring the Bing Bong Bell because something that uh, the glooms, the villains of the show, have done something to her, or stolen something, or whatever else. And the seven D have to come in and save the day. Wait, 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 wait. So the seven dwarves have to go and do that? They have nobody else in this kingdom? They're going to use these dwarves? Those dwarves? Snow White's dwarves? To, to save the kingdom? What nonsense is that? They're the, they're the hero. Oh my god. Okay. No! I love Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, but let's talk about these dwarves. If that was the case, why didn't they rally around Snow White and kick that evil queen out when they... She, oh my god. No. No, no, no. no, no. Queen, queen Delightful is not an evil no, no, queen. No, 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 no. I'm not talking uh, about that queen. I'm talking about 30 years oh. later. Like they got the experience. And why are they still... like Their career aspirations must be terrible if 30 years later they're still digging in the mine. That's one <laughs> big-ass mine. Yeah, I, I am so not a fan of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, the original Disney film. <gasps> There's so many things wrong with that. Oh, no, it's perfect because here's why: because it was the first. And no, 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 no. You, okay, you you complain about me being a Boston fan about that. No, no, no. You no, cannot bitch. You you cannot bitch about. Oh my God, it was the first. Well, there would be some other first. There would be some other first that would have launched Disney if the seven if the seven dwarfs the seven crusty old men came after that little girl. I'm sure. There, and where the hell are the rest of the adults in that movie? Come on, give me a break. Like that's like every good movie, every good Disney series, every good everything. There's never any grown-ups anywhere. Like, come on, that's just ludicrous. Stop that. Oh, 
Welcome to the Wicked Radio Network. Want to interact with the show? You can contact us in the following ways. You can call the voicemail line, 502-526-5821. You can email us, feedback at geekcastradio.com. You can visit the episode post on geekcastradio.com or alteredgeek.com. You can get all of us on Twitter at alteredgeek. Look for us every week on geekcastradio.com, of course, Stitcher Smart Radio, iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, and alteredgeek.com. And now, back to the show. All right, before this train wreck goes off and derails further, um, like it hasn't already. I know, I'm never going to be fun. invited back. I'm never going to be invited back again. Right. <laughs> oh no, you're agreeing. <laughs> no, I'm I'm being sarcastic. This is going to be the long lost episode. Once we might have had a girl that knew about sports, but she never really came on. Well, <laughs> there there was one long lost episode because I miscounted in between episodes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't count mine. I just um, Nelson hope for the best. So, before we close this out, is there anything that you'd like to promote that you've got coming up on your podcast? Nothing really. No, Super Bowl coverage. Guys, Super Bowl is coming. Yay! I know. um, And the Patriots are going to win. We all know this. Oh, my God. No. (laughs) Um, There's so many reasons why not, and I'll be discussing my my podcast. No, I'll have various guests and things like that coming up. I will hopefully be having a really cool bracketology challenge. I'm actually a big college basketball nerd. Um, that's the ACC girl in me. Um, so I'm super excited about that. And again, you can find me on blogtalkradio.com forward slash sportsgalpal, sportsgalpal.com. I'm on iTunes, and you can follow me at Twitter at sportsgalpal. Make it super, super easy. And thanks so much for having me on. I, this was a ton of fun. Yep. Thanks for joining us. And yeah, it was it was a lot of fun and uh, getting to learn a little bit about sports since uh, I'm a noob. And uh, obviously you guys talk circles around me and that's why I was deadly silent. Um, (laughs) So, uh, Mike, what do you have? It's better to be it's better to be deadly silent than silent, but deadly practice makes perfect. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh coming up. Oh boy. Um Reader's Digest version. Two no 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 no. <laughs> Quiet new. Um uh, I can't believe I'm going down this route. I I've I've resisted it so long. Uh, my girlfriend and I, Jennifer, we're gonna be reviewing My Little Pony Friendship is Magic Season 1 on Tooncast Beyond, and then my other friend Nicole, we're going to be reviewing IDW's My Little Pony comic series over on The Pull Bag, which is our comic show. So in February, it's going to be all pony coverage on the GCRN for cartoons and comics. So there's that. Uh, I've got several interviews coming up, one with the voice, uh, the singing voice of Jem, uh, Britta Phillips, the, the, the lady that did all the singing on the show. I've got an interview with the uh, IDW writer Ryan Ferrier. He wrote the D4VE series, and he's got a new series coming up called Hot Damn. That's going to be a lot of fun. So that's what I got going on. Uh, as for myself, I just have more Ultra Geek. I'll probably have some video uh, podcasts coming out later this week. Um, well, maybe next week, not this week because it's Friday by the time it's <laughs> up. Um, so. Uh, but yeah, just look for that stuff and, uh, hopefully more, uh, uh, well, we do have a, an episode coming up on, uh, stupid abound. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Or Stupid Unleashed. Um, that's uh, yeah. It's gonna be a fun episode. <laughs> that's so. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, until next time, get altered, get geeky with the altered geeks. Yeah, I'm not sure what the blog talk people told you about me, Megatron, but yes. Oh, I didn't say all hail. Oh, no. <laughs> it's okay. Nobody hails him anymore. He's he's fine with I it. I think he wants me to hail, though. He's, I mean, come on. He's, often, he's overrated. How, seriously, how often does a woman get to say all hail? You know? I mean, seriously. Oh, man. He didn't even take the bait, so. I, yeah, know, I, I, I was waiting not, for that one, too, man. Not taking the bait on that. No. No, thank you. Throw that fish back. Yeah, I know way more about geeky topics than I probably should, but that's really because of my <laughs> nine-year-old. So, yes. I'm going to blame my nine-year-old. It's not true. I really am secretly a geek. Well, that's good. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, he has a superhero lair in his bedroom. Oh, boy. Which villain does he want to be? No, no, he doesn't want to be a villain. He um, wants to be Green Arrow. Yeah, when it comes to sports, it's Boston or bust for me. Oh, so sorry for you. Well, actually, not really. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh huh. This is gonna be fun. I, oh, yeah. I'm, oh, I'm. Oh, okay. Eighty eighty six years was broken. Oh, so oh you're one of fine for, yeah. oh, you're one of those whiny New England fans. Oh, I can't wait. For oh no, no 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 no! I'm not a whiny New England fan. Oh, no. every New England fan's whiny. Every every New England fan's whiny. And everyone else in the world is a whiny person as well because oh my god, the Patriots must have messed with the microphones. Oh my god, they must have messed with the audio. That's such bull. <laughs> oh, is this a clean podcast? By the way. I just- you can't nice. help it with sports because New England fans are I, fucking crazy. <laughs> so are geeks. Which, it, it, they are. In the, sports fans and geeks are very much the same thing. Sometimes they're, when you're a geek about sports and a geek about other geeky things, it's like, oh my gosh. Uh, no, America when, when Junior. Steve, America yeah. Junior. That's great. <laughs> Use that, Mike. No. Yeah, because <laughs> it's true. Except for yeah. Quebec, no one wants to claim that part of Canada. Because no. sometimes with the sometimes, and you guys can ask me this too. When I've got like guys on for sports, sometimes I got to get a little flirty, you know, and warm them up. So yeah, <laughs> so they don't need to hear mommy saying some of the things that mommy says. No, no, no. bad panda, bad panda. <laughs> Dude, you've turned into a monster. You made me this way.